0: Entertainment. I, e. I love the way you say film. Hi, I'm Mike Sheridan, you're very welcome to the film show joined by Dean Lumby and Brian Lloyd. Hey. I'm producer Dave. Hey gang. Hello, please. How are you? I'm splendid. Thank you. You have a very nice laptop.
1: I don't.
2: And he had a very nice holiday. Ooh.
1: I, I did. Saw that. You're I had a very stories. nice holiday.
0: You're where were you? You were in, you were in Belgium.
1: I was in Belgium. I went to Brussels and I went to Bruges and I had a lovely time.
0: It did look lovely. lovely. It did look lovely. It really did look lovely. Bruges and is you, magical. Br- Br- Bruges is magical this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, let's let's talk about some films. Let's talk about some uh, some new releases. Mm-hmm. Some uh, some big blockbusters. Brian Lloyd. Oh, Brian, yeah. get in the room. In the room. In the room. I'm, here, I'm, here, room. I'm here. Hey. Br- There's literally nothing that Brian can look at in this room let me point out. He still still managed to look at a white wall and get distracted. <laughs> God bless you Brian Lloyd. Oh, no
2: I'm here I'm in the room I'm good I'm good Yeah so you Literally there's a big White wall Like for people Who can't <laughs> see this There's a big giant White uh, Blank canvas And there is something Very zen about it And I kind of find myself Staring off into the middle of it
0: Okay Much like Much like Robert Sheehan Irish actor from Love Hate Oh yeah Who you interviewed For Mortal Engines Which we're now going to review
2: Please I want no clang in this Because I didn't say that I feel did. like there's
1: no clang Because it's relevant
2: Good Okay Grant <laughs> Good. Yeah, like it's happening. Yeah, this is yeah. Like a thing. It's not. Great. It's not a name
1: yeah. drop. It's like this yeah. is part of the it's show. This, uh, okay, yeah, a, this
2: yeah. is a
0: film show, and you talk to some film actors.
2: I know, I did, but I listened back to a couple of show from a couple of weeks ago, and the amount of clangs. I mean, <laughs> like it was very, like it was obtrusive. I would say.
0: I enjoyed it. I do enjoy it. I have to say, the clang it adds a bit of comedy. I
2: oh, know. I agree completely. But it was just. It was. Const- it was constant. Like it just proves how much we all name drop maybe me more so than others I don't know but I did note that I there were a lot of clanks
1: oh, these, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna Pavlov and Odie.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> these into, these racking up the movie stars now as well though oh yeah she's has are gonna, oh, yeah, so and gonna have a story for speed, everybody yeah. Yeah so like you'd be one of those you'd be, you'd, be in, you'd be in the cinema with your boyfriend and so like a trailer for a movie will come on like Equalizer 7 and you'd be like Denzel I remember that time and you'd be like oh but Denzel oh, was anyway Brian talk about Mortal Engines go oh. <laughs> Christ,
2: holy shit
0: <laughs> you need to cut to the chase wow. oh, no 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 the reason
2: why I'm laughing is because this is the first time I've actually vocalised anything about this film oh I've yeah seen.
0: I actually have no idea what you thought of
2: this and um, because technically
3: it was embargoed it's, stuff, Yeah right? it's embargoed yeah.
2: up until Wednesday We're recording this on Monday But this won't go out Today's until Tuesday Brian Tuesday yeah, sorry it's Tuesday, Tuesday.
0: Brian. <laughs> If you ever wonder why Brian just, <laughs> <laughs> even For, just Forget that. simple basic things There's a prime example oh, of dear.
2: So the embargo is up on Wednesday This will go out on Thursday So technically I'm not breaking embargo This film was absolutely terrible Oh dear It was absolutely I can't actually get over how bad it was the entire time I was watching it, like we were brought into Universal's head offices in the UK, <laughs> brought into this small little screen, and we were showing it. And I swear to God, i if you had told me after walking out of it, yeah, you were in there for four <laughs> hours, I would have believed you. Oh God, how long is it? Two hours. I, like, it, I've never mm. seen a film that has such forward run momentum, is constantly moving forward, moving forward. Literally every scene of them is running to and from something. Mm to be so boring and so long, to feel so boring and so long. Um, I won't even bother trying to get into the plot, but I'll do my best. Um, There was this (laughs) thing called... I won't bother
0: trying to get into the plot, but I will.
2: Um, I'll I'll do my best. Um, So there was this thing called the 60-Minute War, which basically broke up all the tectonic plates of the world. (laughs) Um, Now every city... Yeah, yeah, you're kind of thinking, okay, that could happen. Now, all the cities of the world have been put onto tank wheels and now move about the place. Now, I saw producer Dave there. You immediately perked up there and you were like, What is this nonsense? And, sir, I agree with you. It's complete and utter. Like, I was watching, I was like, I, I, Who who thought this was a good idea?
0: Like, Peter Jackson, that's who. Yeah, who Peter you all just spoke to.
2: Clang. But like, again, it was that thing or of clang, like, clang for you, yeah. you clang for me. Well, yeah. But I he also
3: it. thought it was a good idea to produce, but not to direct. Yeah. So what does that say about it?
2: Kind of. He didn't he made
3: that
0: World War One documentary yeah. that everybody was raving about. Yeah,
3: which yeah, was they shall good. not grow old, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Owner Nine was raving about that.
2: Yeah. It is it is very well done that documentary. This is not though. But what is interesting <laughs> what is interesting is the fact that Peter Jackson actually directed whole sections of this movie, but this guy Christian Rivers He's one of his ADs, was he? He was a guy who was in charge of all visual effects. He like okay. worked with him all the way mm. back to what was that one? Bad Court Taste, I think it was. That's a great movie. Bad Taste, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Bad that's, Taste. that's fantastic movie. I think it was b- back as far as that. Like, um, and this guy, Christian Rivers, he basically was a 16-year-old kid in New Zealand, saw one of Peter Jackson's really early films. I can't remember the one before. Braindead, Taste. probably. Braindead, probably, yeah. yeah. Mm. Sent him this fan letter of saying, I really want to get into filmmaking and visual effects. How do I do it? Peter Jackson took him on as a kid, and he's been with him ever since. So this was Peter Jackson essentially... Giving him his first shot at directing. And God bless him, the poor chap. He just got absolutely effed up the A um, and just was an absolute mess of a film in the sense of like, he took on way too much. There's so much action, there's so much visual effects. Mm, this is about a bit of city that's moving constantly. Yeah, it's just, it's the whole idea is so bonkers that, like, in a way, I understand why Peter Jackson optioned the book originally because he probably thought, looking at this, thinking, I know exactly how to make this look. I know exactly how to condense this down and make this look real. And then Peter Jackson, being Peter Jackson, he took on way too much work in the intervening years, and has now. And he said this himself. Like he said, I was absolutely exhausted. There was no way I was going to be able to make Mortal Engines, so I passed. It he was going
0: to do it. He did a Tintin movie as well. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had loads. Of,
2: basically, Peter Jackson he wasn't was, going to direct The Hobbit.
0: He ended up directing. No, the yeah, movies. he
2: ended up getting drafted into that because Guillermo del Toro left and. Basically, Peter Jackson was saying, I was absolutely exhausted, and I kind of couldn't direct this myself, so I gave it to the next best thing, which was My Apprentice, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, would it have worked better with it no, director? No, I don't think it would. It's, it's just doesn't the, sto- it's the
2: story, is it? It's just the actual concept of it is so, and I hate saying this, but it's so stupid. Like It's just so stupid. Like, And you look at the trailers, and you're just... Every person I talked to and they said, I'm going for that Mortal Engines thing, they were like, oh my god, is that that thing with the city tanks? And I was like, yes, that looks so stupid. And. It,
3: it is stupid. Like, it's absolutely stupid. Like, it kind of, from what you've described, of it reminds me of what two movies. On the one hand, it reminds me of The Dark Tower, mm. which was a terrible movie. And on the other hand, it reminds me of the popular anime, Howl's Moving Castle. Correct. But on LSD, which is funny because that movie, if you're watching it, like, already seems like it's on LSD. Yes. So it'd just be a complete mess I'd imagine if that movie went any more extreme than Correct. it did and it totally does it's like that movie times a thousand yeah, so, yeah. and like
2: the thing of like the, the hilarious thing about Hell's Moving Castle I think is the fact that like it actually has a story you care about
3: mm-hmm. you know that kind of yeah. there is
2: something really beautiful at the core of it In oh, this yeah. it's nothing
3: oh I love Hell's Moving Castle yeah me too it's a lovely movie it
2: is mm-hmm. but uh Mortal Engines is literally just all sizzle and no steak it yeah. is literally Ooh, it's you with your but that's phrases good. yeah like you know what I mean like it's it's literally You appreciate a good phrase. I do yeah. you do. It is, but like I mean it's literally all concept. It's all like how can we make a giant moving city look realistic mm-hmm. on Why a screen? Why are they moving? I, it's, it's not even fully explained properly. That's the other <laughs> thing. Is well. that's are not they good. Well, yeah. I
0: have a, I have a feeling you just didn't pay attention past a certain point and they probably did explain it.
2: I... They did explain it. They were just going to
0: be like, there's a city floating around the place for the crack. It's, I... Like, and then Brian's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm over I'm, this.
2: No, I'm genuinely serious. Like, I was really trying my best to follow this film, but, like, it is... When I say it's edited, I mean edited with a fucking chainsaw, the way they cut it, like... I mean, there are so many parts in it that, like... It's a beautiful scene and Moving parts you could
3: say Moving parts hey! There you go
0: Zing where, what, have, you, have you lost your power Somehow Dave That's a, That was a real producer That was Dave, an open mic that, that was, was f- real And D was straight in there Dee's just gotten sharper I Thanks. have so many more questions
2: <laughs> Oh yeah yeah We'll get to them um, But yeah no Like It was just completely Really really badly edited Because there were so many scenes In it where there was A beautiful CGI landscape And it looked Absolutely incredible And then it would just Cut in the middle of it To Robert Sheen running and What's just, he running from? <laughs> expo- explosions. explosions! Hugo Weaving, Stephen Lang. That lad that shot him in Love Hate. Maybe, um, I don't know. But just God, this was an absolute dog's dinner. How's uh, El
0: Robert Sheaton in it now?
2: No, not good. Not he, good. Ha- he has a very flat English accent in it. And uh, Sean Penn's twenty-six-year-old girlfriend is in it.
0: Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> right, all
2: right. Yeah, That's um, a- <laughs> and she does. Just, this
0: does this person have a name?
2: Uh, yeah, Layla George. Layla George D'Onofrio She's Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter.
0: Oh, there, oh we go. there you go
2: that is um, Defining
0: this young woman By the men in her life, Brian But that's okay it,
2: it is, yeah Completely sexist, I know Yeah, Jerk Jerk, yeah I know, complete <laughs> You sex, tell him, D Complete sexist Does jerk. each city have a driver? Yeah, it does, yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're trying really hard To make sense of <laughs> this. That. So oh, no, God love you, It's, yeah. it's like,
1: I'm like <laughs>
2: Okay, all right, go the on The scheme
3: questions. of
1: things Right Like, we've talked about this before Like, New York is a large city Yes like, Berlin is a large city. London is a large city. Dublin is a city. Cork is in name a city, but compared to, say, a New York sure. or Berlin. Or a Dublin. Dublin isn't big. <laughs> <laughs> like,. Who decided that they what become cities, cities. Got turned into cars?
2: I don't know. Like I mean, I genuinely don't. Like I mean it literally like the first time you see first time you see It's like Lo-
0: Transformers if it was a geography book. <laughs> yeah,
2: kind of, yeah. But like the first time you see London City on wheels, it's chasing after this Bavarian mining Birmingham. town. No, a Bavarian mining town, right? And what happens is, is, yeah, what happens is, is the city, the London city, opens up this big, huge, like garbage compactor thing, and actually physically eats. Wait a the minute! City. So they're chasing eats. each other they chase now. Each other I thought around. they were
3: just wandering.
2: No, they chase each other around and That's eat each so other. That's so weird. Yeah, they chase each other around and eat each so other. So were first.
3: there more originally? more moving cities and yeah. now there are just seven left
0: now there's only we're like all eight a few eight each other I wonder how long Dublin hung in there for
3: yeah I wonder <laughs> yeah I mean the whole time it was kind of looking <laughs> it, it, just, it just like drunk itself oh, to death the dubs <laughs> there's yeah. a what do
2: you call it there's an Irish actor in it there's two Irish Robert actors yeah, Robert yeah Robert Sheen was one Yeah, I know he interviewed him. there was the other guy I'm just guy. saying <laughs> um, Ronan Rafferty was his name Rafferty was his name
3: Okay. Um, oh that rings was, a bell yeah
2: he was in something that I can't he remember was Sing
3: Street or possibly I don't think he was in Sing Street the name rings a bell
2: He's an Irish actor anyway, and he had okay. a very thick Dublin accent. But what was hilarious was, again, this just tells you how badly edited the film was. And I swear, I was paying attention. <laughs> he is introduced, he's going around a bit with Leila George, and then he just isn't in the film anymore. It's just like, he was just like, hey, I'm here, I'm, I'm going to help you, blah, 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 blah. And then he's just never referenced ever again. He's kind of like, remember we were talking about it before in World War Z with Matthew Goode? Not oh, Matthew Good Matthew... Uh, Matthew Fox, Fox, Fox from you. Party of Five, from Party of Five, and that he li- Matthew Fox literally just has like one scene in World War Z, completely cut him to subplot. Yeah, yeah, completely. And them.
0: Andy Garcia from Dangerous Minds,
2: that's right, yeah. and from Passengers as well. Who from Passengers? Andy Garcia was in Passengers. Ah, uh, poor turns up Andy Garcia.
0: End. Remember, he turns up at the end. Yeah,
2: and he's just like literally says, "Look, Andy Garcia." Literally appears in passengers. Oh, says I nothing. do remember, remember that? that. Yeah, yeah. were you doing yeah. a hasty Google now. of
0: this Ronan Rafferty fella?
2: What was that? Oh, yeah, I
1: have done it. Yeah, well, who was he, Dave? What was he he's in? Ronan Raftery Oh, Rafferty's name. Yeah, he's, what was he in? Uh, what was he in? Yeah, Martel Engines Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> he's in Fantastic Beasts, the first. Oh, Moon Boy. He was in there for a few years. Moon Boy. That was good. probably. Ah, it. Is he the kid in Moon
2: I don't think
0: so. Anyway, who cares? This film yeah. sounds bad. It's it awful. looks expensive.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's very I like they yeah, this is I I mean, look, I think what'll happen is is people like like Dave there, people will go see this. I'm going like, to go see this. Yeah, out of curiosity. It's literally like movies on a uh, cities on a Poi cities on tanks. in the other city. That's crazy. I've got to see this. That's literally I think that's how they're going to win people. That and the fact that it's like they're really prominently displaying oh it's from the filmmakers of the lord of the rings and the hobbit and people will be like oh i love lord of the rings i'll go see this and yeah so it's just it's a mess of a film no
0: bueno no bueno no bueno for no. mortal engines okay let's move on at white boy rick deirdre Malumbi. yep uh you had a a a long form interview
3: i did with
0: white white boy rick director and 71 director mm-hmm. and almost james bond director
3: almost yeah. I asked him a little about that, but I didn't push it because I didn't want to be mean. Jan yeah, the man. Yeah. Jan the s- man or demand. the It sounds better
0: when you de have manch. an accent like I have. Jan yeah. yeah. yeah, the man. Jan the man. Jan the man.
3: Yeah, so this, um, I'm totally not reading this off IMDb, by the way. Um, this tells the true story of teenager Richard Wurst Jr., who became an undercover informant for the FBI. <laughs> what are you doing? Because I, I can't, I can't say this off um, the top of my head during the 1980s, and was ultimately arrested for drug trafficking and sentenced to life in prison. Spoiler alert. Okay. So that's the story. This is where we're at now on this show.
0: We're so literally this I so no, no. like <laughs> last in, few weeks of the year I wouldn't be able
3: uh, what I'd end up doing is if I were describing this off the cuff it's about a guy oh he's a teenager actually and him and his dad are getting in trouble and he's like you know brought into the FBI but then he's also drug trafficking that would be me describing it sure. off the cuff so I prefer prefer yeah prefer to be prepared I like, the, I like this trailer. It looks yeah. intense. It's good, yeah.
0: Uh, and the reconnaissance ended there a few years ago. Has it not didn't, didn't again?
3: I don't think that it's ended. Uh, I think he's made some, he's still, made some bad movies. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I know that like a lot of people give gold a lot of shtick, but I still think he's good in it. Like if you watch his films, even over the last kind of, even over the years since, um, whatchamacallit, Dallas Buyers Club, he's always consistently good in, in them. Dark you know Tower. what I mean? Dark Tower. Oh, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I only but say I mean, that because you
0: mentioned it earlier no, on. No, yeah. that's
3: that's a good point. That was not a good movie, but he's still good in it. So he's, a he's a really still, good actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. So I don't know if... I know what you mean, like the sauce was kind, well, of a kind of in its heyday around. A peaked inter- interstellar, and that yeah. was this big blockbuster that he was headlining. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair enough. So I suppose that actual period. But I mean, he's still like, you know, an extremely talented actor. And the same in this movie again. So essentially in this film, he's not really the lead. It's more so uh, Richie Merritt. He's kind of a new time, you know, young star and everything. Young upstart. <laughs> and he's very good in this. Um, as the title character, White Boy Rick, and his... Um, Matthew McConaughey essentially hit, plays his father, Rick Senior, or Richard. Um, <laughs>
0: Richard, if he's an acquaintance <laughs> and not a friend. Or maybe Dick, of other people like yeah. him. You know.
3: um, but they're both great in this, and what's really good about <laughs> well, this Dick film is... The
2: is sh- oh, hang on a second. Dick is the short name for Richard.
3: Yeah, I think so too, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I was just saying, some people call him Dick.
2: Like, you just I wanted know. to say Dick.
0: No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't.
2: I really didn't. It's just like Dick is like the, you know, like Dickie. Or okay whatever. Dickie Rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know.
3: So you also have uh, Belle Powley in this movie. Um, well I would recognize her because I saw her in um, Mary Shelley earlier this year and she plays like Mary Shelley's little sister she's very good in it and she's really good in this film basically she's like um, the little sister of white boy Rick and she's like addicted to drugs and her um, brother and her father are basically like trying to get her out but she's like spiraling downwards and the mum left so that doesn't help either because like she's quite depressed and everything so there's that element to it and I think that what's nice about this film is kind of the family story because like watching the film it is really interesting that it's based on a true story and everything but in terms of like this kind of genre and the fact that it's a gangster film and you are essentially watching once again the rise and fall of a gangst- of a gangster um, I think that what's really key to this is kind of the family aspect and that brings a lot of you know emotion to it and everything and Matthew McConaughey especially in the third act when it looks like Rick Rick is essentially going down like he's just brilliant he's so like emotional and so like furious and just watching him on the screen it's it's just great to see Matthew McConaughey be awesome again um so it is very good then I think it, I really, really liked it. Yeah. Because it I mean, I didn't quite
0: get the reviews and yeah. the, the plot that I'd expected.
3: I mean, I really enjoyed it, but I can see why it's probably going to be ignored come award season because it just doesn't 59% help. Rotten Tomatoes. That's seems yeah. yeah. Oh low, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm surprised. Yeah. I was going to give it four stars. Well, I am giving it four stars. Probably by the time this goes out, um, my review will be out. But I, I really liked it. I found myself totally like immersed in the story and stuff. I mean, it's probably not all that different to maybe stuff we've seen before. And to be honest, like maybe the kind of I haven't done enough You're reading up on it. I out suppose half a star, dude. <laughs> no, no. But I suppose the other thing is I haven't read enough about it. But maybe the true, true story behind yeah. this is somewhat darker. Yeah, and but it engaged you for an hour and a half, yeah. two
0: hours, and like the try. I like the look yeah. of the trailer as well. Yeah, And he's exactly. a talented, or 71's a cracking film. Oh, mm. 71's great. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, I still would have preferred like 71 to this because it's just such a taut. Thriller and everything That you're totally Like you know Immersed in Oh my god Excited for it Like watching Because um, even before I was I did the uh, Long form interview With Jan Demange. I went back And rewatched it And it's still like Really really solid Yeah yeah yeah. And there are only So many thrillers That genuinely thrill you I think that have been Released in the last Ten years And that would be One of them
0: Okay so we're Chalk a block With the old uh, old Interviews this week There's an Mm. on the line this week as well. It hasn't been an on the line interview in a two. while. Just oh, this, one, this one is an on the oh, that's line that's and it, then Boots Riley is as well. Did you not meet him face to face? I did. So but he technically wasn't <laughs> on the line.
2: But, but we actually w- said it in the in the, uh, in the in the show description for on the line, which you can now subscribe to on iTunes and Spotify. Clang. Why is that a clang?
0: clang? That's not quite a that clang. Not a that's not, clang? not that's a, plug. That's a, plug. That's a plug. Can you have a noise of a plug Plug in? Plug.
2: Yes. Um... But yeah, no, it's we actually say that on the line. Yeah, though. exactly. So it can be it sometimes face to face because,
3: like, I've done like face to face with Greg Sestero from and Nora the room. Toomey. Yeah, and Nora Toomey. Um, but yeah, basically, it was one camera set up for a yandman. So okay. we just went with podcast. Yeah, that makes because sense because it's long form and everything. And you
0: so. talked to El Boots Riley over the blower. <laughs> what the does that even mean? The, the dog, dog and bone. bone phone blower. No, you never heard that. No, no, I've
1: never
3: you heard never that heard phrase that before.
1: There you go. There you have. It. I'm not posh. <laughs> dog
3: and bone, like the phone, like. No, boom. is that like Cockney or something? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Dog me. and bone. Oh, is well, the I don't know many Cockney phrases. Have you not seen? Fairness. Have you not seen any Guy Ritchie films? <laughs> Poses
2: the blower.
0: I
3: Susan. have, but I usually have <laughs> subtitles on. <laughs>
0: that makes sense. Okay, so uh, this is getting fantastic reviews. You give this one four and a half stars. Okay, I
3: love this film. Okay, what is I it? love Sorry to Bother You. So this is, I don't know where to even start with this film. It's just a nuts film. And I don't want to get too into it story-wise because it is a better film if you kind of go into it totally blind. So this is just stuff that you see in the trailer. But essentially, it's set not quite in the present day. It's like an alternate present day dystopia and um this guy who's kind of a layabout like he lives in his um uncle's garage played with by his terry cruz yeah his uncle's played by terry cruz his girlfriend oh, is played guy. by tessa thompson who i also love who i got to interview last week for creed 2 just that's a clang,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: clang right there yeah that, Oops. yeah ju- ju- yeah good judgment um, on the clang yeah but yes. Yeah, so the guy Keith something. LaKeith Stanfield. Thank you. Uh, he plays the main character originally going to be Donald Glover interesting fact yeah, there I could at see some that. point. Yeah yeah. But anyway LaKeith plays this uh, telemarketer. It's kind of his first serious job but he's not doing particularly well in it so his colleague who is played awesomely by Danny Glover encourages him to use his white voice and so he goes into this white voice every time he's telemarketing and he slowly makes his way up the um, job ladder much to the um, you know Fury uh, not quite fury, but much to the disgust of his girlfriend and colleagues.
0: So, what, what kind of movie is this? Is it, is it a drama? It's a comedy? It's, it's a comedy. comedy. Okay. It's, it's, so it's, it's, it's been described
3: for as a science fiction absurdist black comedy. Which is quite It accurate. doesn't
0: sound really Like a science fiction Sort <laughs> of black
3: comedy It's only when You're watching it Like it just It goes so Oh there's so fantasy nuts, elements the There's more, fantasy elements Yeah okay. well oh, as okay. well When he uses his white voice It's not his voice anymore It's a sense It's sen- Patton Oswalt Like it's like Oh okay when, Yeah like when like Danny He Glow, does have right? a very white voice Yeah when Danny No Glow, no it's not Patton Oswald. For oh, sorry, his David voice Cross. it's David Cross David Cross yeah, yeah. Patton Oswald, Oswald Plays is, another white voice
2: Yeah But it's literally like famous white comedians voice these black actors like when they are doing Ah. their white voice. So like when Danny Glover says, look, listen, just put on your white voice. And then Danny Glover starts talking and it's the voice of who, who voices Danny Glover in it? Can you remember?
3: Danny Glover, what do you mean?
2: Danny Glover is in it.
3: Oh, yeah, his voice is, um, oh, I can't remember. He, his isn't in it as much, I yeah. don't think. I, yeah,
2: it might be Dimitri Marge, it Could do, be, that's yeah. That's an interesting, that's an interesting argument. Yeah, but that's it, yeah. And so, like, when Lakeith Stanfield then starts to use his white voice, David Cross, who people know from Tobias from Arrested Development, his voice comes out. And the whole idea is that, like, using his white voice gets people to like him better. But when he speaks with his normal black voice people hate them and they just hang up immediately like so it's I mean it's an interesting kind of take on like how being original and being true to yourself and having integrity won't actually get you far money wise whereas selling out actually, but it's not
3: everywhere. really it's not I mean, really that's, that's
2: surface level yeah
3: like. that's just surface level I mean it just goes so nuts and it gets into kind of ideas of slavery and reality TV like the most popular show on television is this <laughs> program called I Got the Shit Beat Out of Me and it's basically I just a that. show of people getting Beaten up, and this is the most popular show on TV right now. So it's kind of weird because it's not quite reality. But then again, you can't imagine us being too far away from Idiocracy that.
2: Idiocracy kind of did that because Idiocracy yeah, had Idiocracy, that show. Idiocracy reminds balls. me of yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> no, but really, that, yeah. I remember that, like in Idiocracy. Yeah. Idiocracy is yeah. one of
0: those films that it's it's funnier retrospectively yeah, than really, of yeah. it was watching it. It was kind yeah. of grand three star film when you watched it. Yeah. yeah. So it's solid m-
3: great ideas in it and office space as well would be a big reminder a here, just in terms of all space. the yeah. office jokes and you know when they're giving like the talks and the presentations and everyone's sitting there like you like if you've ever wor- worked in an office there are so many moments here of oh yeah been there the oh TPS yeah report. yeah yeah tps reports yeah but it's just oh it's so genius on a number of levels and then tessa thompson plays this kind of artist slash performer and she's got these crazy like accessory earrings that say murder kill and like these crazy clothes going on and then at one point in the middle of the film she does like this performance which requires people to like throw food and paint at her as she's like reciting something and it's just it's such a nuts movie but it's so original unlike anything I've seen before but it's actually also just really 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 funny okay I'm sold so no, honestly, everyone should go see this movie
2: it's, it's like there was a big controversy I remember about this because uh, there was talk essentially that the film wasn't going to get released outside of the u s because they basically thought that it was too um. Well, one, too weird. It's very weird. <laughs> two, um, kind of, about, like, American culture and American black culture kind of thing. They didn't think that it yeah, was going to translate. Yeah, but similar, you
3: could say that with, like, Black Clans. Oh, no, no, I agree. You yeah, know? No, no, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no.
0: Boots Raleigh talks shit about. Um,
2: well, he was, really
3: yeah. un, uh, he was really unhappy when, uh, Sorry to Bother You, was being compared to Black Clans. Oh, okay. He basically just didn't want those two to be put together and as well he got quite frustrated by the fact that um, Black Klansman like the true story behind it that it took so much liberties with basically so even when it came out he wasn't really happy with the film and then when his film was being compared to it he was like
2: nope don't even go there. But another part of it as well was was the fact that Spike Lee um, made a lot of ads for the NYPD for recruitment and Bruce Riley was basically saying yeah you're taking money off people who have beaten the shit out of black people like Mm -hmm. you know that kind of way and that like you know the NYPD's Record with race relations is really, really bad, and for Spike Lee to be taking money off them and making ads for them is basically like. So that was that was his issue with Spike. Yeah, him. he had loads of issues. Like, I mean, and not not um not unjustified. I don't mm-hmm. think. Like, I like as much as I like, I really did like Black Klansman. Yeah. you know, it, it's true. Like, there were a load of liberties taken with that story, mm-hmm. and even not in the sort of like poetic license to make the story flowy better, flow better. There were loads of like inaccuracies and things in it that were basically like yeah this was really bad I'm going to now ignore this entirely mm-hmm. because it doesn't fit with how we're trying to portray this character yeah, yeah. but um, no like it, it's it's I, I it's funny because with something like Sorry to Bother You I think and it seems to be happening more and more is the more extreme the film is and the more weird it is the more mm-hmm. it's kind of breaking through because like if you just made a story about like, if you just made a film about like telemarketing, I don't think anybody would give a shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's an element in a lot
0: of movies. is not wanted. He's a telemarketer. Yeah. yeah, but voice? I'm just
2: saying, like, is in that in and of itself something that's it's so mundane? It's seen as kind
0: of a yeah. It's seen it's as mundane. Yeah, if you want to kind of mm-hmm. underline the fact that a character isn't happy
2: with his life, making a telemarketer or
0: her life, it's it's a job that just yes. yeah yeah.
2: But then throwing in like sci-fi and absurdism and magical realism and mm-hmm. all that into the middle of it, then it'll make it nuts. Like, and that's how it it's kind of getting through I think
0: yeah okay uh, let's move on to some movie news Dee de- is tired de- today Dee is She's at a low de- ebb She's what's, a what's, low
2: what's well, on a low ebb What's going on Deirdre? just
3: play the music What's
2: what's going on Deirdre? You would never miss an opportunity did it? What's up? Tell us Well honestly I have a bit of a sore throat so Oh it shit would yeah. if
3: I'd sung it would have been like Da 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 da
2: like well there you now. go you Now do you do start know start what it like Right there
3: soul, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fantastic
3: Never
0: mind that Pearl and Dean iconic music That is now our new sound <laughs>
3: No please don't Please God don't Sample it uh, I might No don't <laughs> <laughs> Producer Dave please Okay
0: Dee What's going on in the world of films
3: So the trailer for Captain Marvel yeah. Just dropped What do we think of it Yeah,
2: You mad about it yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah But you're kind of mad about everything though what no? What? Well, no. You're mad about,
3: every... about everything superhero related.
0: That's very true. Yeah, you are. I am. I'm sick of superhero movies.
3: I get that. I get that. Actually, um, two movies in my top ten uh, movies of the year, which we will have on site soon. Oh yeah. Ended up being superhero Didn't <laughs> movies. Did they? Oh yeah. yeah. I, need
2: to, I need to read that back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. This looks mad. Yeah. This looks absolutely. It, oh, it's literally. It she's really... literally beating the crap out of an old okay. lady.
3: Yeah, but like. I mean, ah, but she's clear the, like it's old clearly an alien, clearly now, an know, alien yeah. So, and then Brie Larson so. would never do that I mean it's way no. cooler when like old ladies are like shooting up and killing people a la Mad Max Fury Road <laughs> <laughs> no that's way more impressive yeah, yeah but she's on yeah. the motorbikes
2: yeah, yeah. yeah on remember
3: the with yeah. Mad Max Fury Road that was yeah. so badass have you seen Mad Max Fury Road yeah I have yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I like Conan O'Brien's cold open for Mad Max. Yeah, when he, he came out comic as, comic uh, comic a few years ago. It's amazing.
2: Oh, I missed that. i yeah. have to look it up. He came out as the do warrior, the guy with the oh flame guitar. Oh, I do think I have seen yeah, that, actually. No, it's incredible. Um, this looks nuts. This looks absolutely nuts. I don't know what to make of it. It seems kind of flat, though, do you not think? Like, her kind of, like... I know she's, like, meant to be playing, like, this weird alien-human mm. hybrid, but she seemed like she was playing it really flat lately.
3: I don't know if it was her... Personally I thought it was flat. I thought the thing overall was flat. I didn't really see anything that we haven't seen already. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? It's got a different outlook. There's an um, Iron
0: Man element too about how Captain Marvel moves and mm-hmm. flies and stuff, and there's i kind of got a like kind of a bang of Captain America to offer as well. I got yeah. quite
3: a bit of Wonder Woman offer yeah. to be honest, just with the like uh whatchamacallit, gauntlets. Is that yeah. what they're yeah.
0: called? Are we yeah. we, re- we reach and kind of break a no. point. No, with the superhero <laughs> movies? Never.
1: I can't wait to see it. I think it'll really? be very good. Yeah, are you playing Dave's advocate here? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> hey! uh, I I suppose my brother was and is mad into all these Marvel comics years ago, so I read them all just by virtue of them being there. So yeah, I'm very very interested
0: to see this play out because yeah. Captain
3: Marvel is the like
0: big character in that yeah, universe, massive, huge. Yeah. yeah,
3: And she'll make a big impact on um, the next Avengers movie and everything. You know, the fact that she is being introduced and she'll be joining those who remain. People mm-hmm. who've seen the movie obviously know what I mean. There at the end of um, yeah,
2: at the end of Infinity War, for those who don't know and who doesn't know at this,
3: stage, yeah, the this, yeah, everyone knows it. this. Everyone knows this. But yeah. Uh, but basically, Nick Fury does a call out to her, and you see her little symbol. So we know she's going to be in the next one. Um, so she'll be joining the team. So obviously, she's going to need some big powers, and she's going to make a big impact on you know how they're going to save the world this time. Annette Benning though, what an odd choice, though. She
2: turns up in the trailer was like, Yeah Oh
3: it's just Annette Benning? Ah uh, it's not really though It's kind of like You know when they had playing um, Close Yeah or Julianne Moore In Kingsman and stuff They seem to be doing that A lot now Julianne
0: Moore is really good In Kingsman Yeah No the she is good sequel. in it Yeah but, but in the I Kingsman mean, like,
3: sequel She yeah. just played
0: that Kind of like psychopath Brilliantly yeah. Like that passive psychopath Yeah Yeah. yeah.
3: No I, I know And I, I love seeing these Women in these kind of movies yeah. It's just like super random It's like okay Sure it's Annette Benning. Yeah I have no
0: interest in this Is there anything else going on? <laughs> I no, I
3: look, I'm still going to see it. I just hope I'm going to like it. Um so this piece of news, I only really there isn't really a lot going on this week. So this piece of news is totally I'm just using it as a segue to talk about my Creed two interviews hey! because we reviewed the movie last Smooth week, segue. but I didn't find out until Pretty like last minute that the Creed two interviews were going ahead. And to be honest, like I was still kind of, but what if it doesn't happen? What if it doesn't happen until the very last minute, you know? So, is there going to be a Drago Drago Creed spin off? This is something that people have been talking about for a while and it's something that the guys have been te- teasing. But when I spoke to them, so this is Florian. I cannot say his surname. It's to meant know. to be. You month, said he's a very. You said he's a very enough.
0: imposing man.
3: Yes. When I went into the room, uh, Florian was basically paired with Dolph Lundgren, and they were so massive. Mm-hmm. Like the like their chairs could barely contain them. Like they looked like like they took up half the room because they're tall and they're just really broad big guys I just sat down and I was like oh my god you're both so tall because like I was just so overwhelmed and I couldn't say oh my god you're massive or something like that she went went, the but bleeding yeah. size of you yeah. bleeding <laughs> hack you what? No I was just like you're both very tall gentlemen um, that's not what I said how do you do, so? how do You so? are <laughs> quite imposing that's Fair. not what I said at all but when I was talking to them about um the film, and inevitably I brought up the fact that, you know, I have a Russian boyfriend and everything. So we were talking about You the also Russian have an imposing Russian boyfriend. <laughs> yeah.
2: boyfriend. Yeah, I met him. He's huge. Is that a
1: clang? <laughs> well,
2: what, her mentioning boyfriend? a
1: Russian boyfriend.
3: Ah, uh, hardly.
1: To get in I'm, sure but he, I'm sure
3: you're there. I'm sure Soviet Soviet can, can,
1: get, get the...
0: can we get a splash or something? There really should be something for when we mention. Because we have talked about, like, people we are going out with. Oh, actually,
3: speaking be... of, did I tell you about when? <laughs> okay, this is uh, teeny tiny segue what did I tell you about when I was talking to Joe about the fact that I was going to meet Michael B. Jordan and he literally said at the same time so as I was saying I'm finally going to get to smell him she said and you'll get to smell him like at the same time <laughs> so women yeah. are sick man yeah we're what's crazy the, like what's the we are did, crazy did you sniff him I didn't because I have a blocked nose Aww. so I couldn't I was really bummed out is yeah. there something about his
2: smell that is like does he smell amazing or something is no just, he looks he, like he, he smells amazing he does oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Right. He's kind of
0: he's kind of upsettingly good looking. He <laughs> I know really is. Disgraceful. Like, like, he is
2: disgraceful. And he's so nice as well. And he's big into anime. I hate him. No, I don't, I love
3: him. But also I'm just like Argh! Yeah. yeah, But Completely. he's amazing I, I had two and a half minutes And it was just like Oh lovely And he's he's a really nice guy Like he's quite quiet And down to earth And he's really really nice He's a, he's a right proper movie star yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael yeah. B.
0: Jordan is Is the man for the foreseeable yeah, future Yeah
3: he's big He he just did an Actors on Actors This week with uh, Charlie Theron actually I saw Ooh. she was talking Very about Tully good. Yeah and he was yeah. talking about Black Panther
0: And mm-hmm. um, Tully underrated gem Peter Definitely Molumby. Still yes. hasn't seen it Brian Lloyd I take it one of the best films of the year I am no I
2: am before he well, I think de- it's
0: because it's about a woman with babies and you're a misogynist
2: uh, that's be po- that. that that is quite possible I mean I do hate women this is true this has been very well documented um, oh
3: what sorry go on like I'm kidding I'm
2: kidding going to give an example like yeah like this time
3: <laughs> I wasn't going was to do that sorry I shit I genuinely it. thought you were finished sorry no
2: I was going to say I before I uh, write the 10 of the year I am going to watch it I so, hope so yeah
3: Um, But anyway, that was a long segue off. So to bring it back to my point. Good. um, So Florian and Dolph, basically I was talking to them about like the spinoff and everything. But just before that, we'd been talking about the whole Russian accent and the Russian language. And they both said they just struggled so, so much with it. So while Florian said that, you know, there have been talks for this spinoff, the possibility of it with the whole Russian aspect is kind of, it's going to be a tricky one. So I I I don't don't know how likely it will work. The only way I can see it working would be if they just scrapped the whole Russian language thing and did it in English with a Russian accent, then possibly it would work. Um, but that's the only way I'd see it working. Just because it's like, and I have been going out with my fellow for a decade, still don't know Russian. You know why? Because it's the it's most really it's difficult really difficult language. Like, yeah. It's really really hard. Like you might as well be teaching me Chinese. It's so hard. The pronunciations are so hard. The words are like unlike anything else you've learned. Like even like you know. Us growing up in Ireland, like we would have done, some of like the Western languages, like, Fra- like French and Spanish and German. German stuff like that. Like this is unlike any other language. Like you might as well speak it, be speaking from another planet or something. So it's extremely difficult. So I don't know. It'd be great to see and you know I think that there is room for a story there like having seen you know having yeah, seen yeah. Creed 2 and everything like they really do give those two characters of Ivan and Victor Drago like a good bit of attention and you could see that story carrying on but how realistic is it that I we'll see it's has been a unrealistic. probably unrealistic well that's
0: a, that's a franchise waiting to happen though right
3: it is but like I mean I because
0: I mean, the, the Creed the Creed movies are obviously the first two Creed movies have done exceptionally well Sylvester salon said he's not going to play the character anymore mm. yeah so, he's retiring so they're, and, yeah. you know they're going to want to make money off this because a relatively medium budgeted movies yeah like 60 million and I think it, did, it, did, and I think it had 50-60 million open, open in a few days Mugget B. Jordan's one in the
3: Irish box office last weekend actually it beat um, Ralph Breaks the Internet which was the one that came out number one uh, Thanksgiving Day weekend so there you go mm. there you go right,
0: so that's, that's it for Movie News Andy yes okay thanks we, we, we clanged the waiter. there um we got one a, lot of, a lot of a lot of a lot of movie star a lot of movie star moments this week. Yeah. A lot of interviews. You two were back and forth from London, so you were back Pretty and much. forth.
3: Yeah, um, Brian was there on Monday and Tuesday, and then I was there on Wednesday, and then I had to go back on the Friday. So it was a lot. A lot and then I
2: have to go over this Thursday as well. Yeah, like Bumblebee. So your lives are so hard it's no but hang on Like, don't give me this whole <laughs> like you did this just as you did this as well you know what it's yeah, like and it's i six, hate film critics yeah. now you're a film critic though not really you are but i'm saying like isn't going on i've jungle, never seen like, anything all right but mm. i'm saying like going on junk it's like you have to get up at, it's like six o'clock in the morning you're there for the entire oh
3: day. i have to get it i had to get up at like 4 30 for my Dang flight God. so yeah.
0: i know like getting up early is hard brian it is it is i know
3: it's really hard No, to no get I'm, not, to I'm not complaining I'm not complaining Because it's really really cool Getting to meet like Really really famous ah, people Ah that's going to wear off No it is
1: No it is, that is that I'm grind, of, They'll grind They'll
0: grind Well
3: don't don't know, know, guys, I'm day, still don't. I'm still idealistic So don't try to Break me down With your cynical way <laughs> <laughs> D,
1: Don't become
2: them
3: Thank you Thank you <laughs> producer Dave Thank you
0: So Brian you never responded To my message About the revisit
2: I didn't No this is true I was actually Insisted
0: t- that you didn't get it
2: No I'll tell you what it was I'll be straight with you I was fast asleep I was like Yeah you have come in On your day off Yeah I did come in here On my day off I was stone cold asleep I was uh, Not conscious When you texted It was only when I got here That I looked And it was like Oh yeah Um, You wanted to do Talladega Nights
3: Wait no What Oh no we We said We were going to do Beverly Hills (laughs) Call Yes for a man who claims to be on vacation, you look a lot like you're on a stakeout. Steakout? No, no. I'm picnicking. This is like a picnic area. We did say that. Sorry, because uh, I i listened to our podcast just yes. a couple of days ago, so it's fresh in my fresh head. Fresh in the mind. Yeah. Um, we can now will
2: we now do Beverly Hills Cop or will well, we well?
3: Uh, sorry for interrupting you. Were you going to say we'll do something else?
2: Well, no. Like I, I was going to say about Talladega Nights. I
3: haven't seen it though. I Me mean, neither. Okay. Well, then you've never, never
2: seen Talladega I've never seen Talladega It's very
0: funny. There's a revisit. And they're going to do Beverly Hills Cop.
2: Um, <laughs> Good one. What is really interesting about Beverly Hills Cop is the fact that the director Martin Brest. right I don't know if you know this, but there's a real, really interesting story about Martin Brest. What? Um,
3: this is so unlikely to have behind the scenes trivia for our revisit. Like I just don't. What?
0: Alright. <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's getting
2: there.
0: Also directed one of the best buddy movies of all time. Midnight Run. Midnight Run. Kraken film.
3: Which I only saw in the last year. And I I'm like, why has this film been it's, missing from my life? Charles Grodin it's is great. just
2: and uh, anyway, it's just phenomenal I, film. Great movie. Like I could sit here and just vomit. Revisit that. Revisit Midnight <laughs> Run Dennis
0: for Dennis Farina's performance alone.
2: I just like that is for and, and, and like the bit was like you two better start get more personally involved in your job I'm gonna stab to <laughs> the have with a fucking pencil
0: <laughs> anyway let, yeah, let, yeah, all right, okay. let's revisit Beverly Hills Cop yeah. <laughs> no
2: um, but like no Beverly Hills Cop has loads of those kind of standout moments as well I think because like Martin Brest I think he was one of these directors that knew really really well how to get a key moment out of an actor like Best example I can think of is at the start of Beverly Hills Cop, right? When uh, Eddie Murphy comes up to the cigarette truck and he's got like, I want $500, I need $5,000, read my lips, $5,000. He's doing that whole thing. Like, that's literally just the camera just on him. There's no music, there's no nothing. It's literally just the camera rolling and Eddie Murphy just rattling Eddie off. Murphy is a genius. Completely. Oh, Eddie Murphy is 100% yeah.
0: the comedic genius.
2: Absolutely. Like, the fact that he's able to literally spin... You know, uh, 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 a bust going wrong. Oh, he carried SNL for every year he was on Absolutely, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm saying the fact that he's, like, Eddie Murphy was able to take this small little nugget of an idea, a bust going wrong, and turn it into this whole big long thing is incredible. Like, and that is something that Martin Brest, the director, does really well. He's able to kind of like, okay, you're doing this one little bit, I'm going to just... Put all the focus on you And I'm going to let you do it Because he also directed uh, Scent of a Woman as well And that bit with the Tango scene, Yeah hoo-ha! But the bit with the Dancing sequence Where he does the tango Like that's again Brian did a
0: little tango there Listener Just, just okay. uh,
3: oh, It's times like this so <laughs> I wish we did <laughs> a video again <laughs> Brian Lloyd
0: Could we see um, uh, Could we see Entertainment That he's Brian Lloyd And Dancing with the Stars I would
3: I tell you right now This
2: is Oh he'd be good Wouldn't he I, I be would, I would, be good. I would absolutely
1: They'd have be. to rename it Dancing
0: Because I'm not a star. <laughs> But um, you're a star in our eyes, Brian. Maybe not producer Dave's, but ours. I
2: I do love dancing, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. But you're
3: an influencer, you know. I'm not
2: an influencer, but I do love dancing, though. I absolutely love dancing. Like, if I could do it. I know
3: you do, because you (laughs) dance around the office fairly frequently. (laughs) Um,
2: But anyways, uh, yeah, Mark no. he's really good at, like, giving actors the space to actually just... Why didn't he come back
0: into the second one? Because Tony Scott directed the second Correct. one. Correct. I
3: didn't think the second one was bad though. Well, I, I no, still I liked quite liked it. Is. It was the third, third one was like the one was awful. John Landis. Um, yeah.
2: God bless him. Yeah. But um no, what I really love about uh, Beverly Hills Cop is that it's a really blue collar film, and I mean that in the sense of like it is absolutely Eddie Murphy coming into Beverly Hills and just being like look at you absolute agents. what are you like like when Rosewood and Taggart it's fish out of water yeah. Yeah, it's fish mm-hmm. yeah, fish out of water comedy but it's not even fish they're originally out of- supposed to start Sylvester Stallone yeah. Yeah, yeah and then the, uh, Cobra became the film that became off the back of yeah. that yeah
3: I don't know if it's quite fish out of water because it's almost like he goes into that environment and he's so like made for it that he's yeah. actually better than oh, no, the guys that already yeah, but that, that's all, the that's whole
0: all point of it because bro- it's the Jerry Bruckheimer Don Simpson you know Big summer blockbuster Mm. around the time when they were high concept was everything Mm -hmm. and the whole concept of it was this fish out of water from Detroit is put in Beverly Hills, but Eddie Murphy's so charismatic. Yeah, he makes it work. And just so brilliant he makes it work.
2: Yeah. Like even the bit where he's in the he's in the art gallery with Serge and he's all like, you know, get the
0: fuck out of here.
1: He's in
2: uh, he's in Sabrina. Yeah, teenagers. that's right, Jim. And in Perfect Strangers. I mean, he was yeah. Bronson Pinchot. He was in Perfect Strangers. You've no no idea who that is.
3: No idea. of Perfect Strangers. I feel like I'd know it to see. <laughs> You'd know it
2: to see. All right. If it was there. If you yeah. was, was like, there. "Oh, that's what it is." That's the Yeah. There. Yeah. But um no, it's it's like I what I really love about Beverly Hills Cop is that it is like it's a really blue collar blue collar comedy in the sense of like it's this guy Coming into this environment and just thinking it's the absolute, like, what is this bullshit? Like, very like Die Hard, I feel like. Because Die Hard was the same as well. Uh, it was
0: that theory. 80s. That 80s for interrupting you That's an interesting uh, point there because there was a lot of that those kind of action in 80s movies in the, in the
2: 80s. Yeah, 48 Hours was another thing as well. Like, it was like Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. Can I,
0: can I have to confess something, right? Go on. <laughs> I saw your story about uh, Nick Nolte going to do a Star Wars series, yeah. right? I completely misread it. And because you know, Nick Nolte go, Nick Nolte mm. to a galaxy Far, 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 far away yeah. And I thought Oh no, Nick Nolte
3: has died <laughs> right? No, you know what You no. know why I initially thought that as well It's because he used A black and white picture For oh, the story And I, I also thought, read it as that And so, I was like Oh that was no so was the one in the back
0: end like, so, no, a, so, I'm not, so I'm not finished, right, all right. <laughs> So so honestly So I think Oh no, Nick Nolte is oh, He's like Warrior is like A heartbreaking Heartbreaking yeah. performance I tweeted <laughs> Oh no This heartfelt like, Nick Nolte's performance in Warrior is, like, like apart from all the other amazing stuff Yay. that he's done, and the stories about getting too drunk to host SNL, to so Eddie Murphy was a cast member and had to host just, like, like just a interesting, fascinating man. <laughs> Wherever it was, thanks to my really dodgy, like, uh, phone company that I'm with, the tweet didn't say Oh, thank God,
2: you were so saved. I was so saved. Oh,
0: wow. I could have been ground zero for fake Nick Nolte is dead news.
3: Yeah. But you, But you know what you learned from that? You should click into the article and not just read, read the, the headline. There that's, you go. Because that's, that's then you that's would have been like, true. "What, Star Wars?" Oh, it was I your see.
2: headline. Yeah, but he was going to a galaxy far, far away. That was the the thing. That's what you say when somebody dies. No, it isn't. If that's- George
0: Lucas died, you'd be like, "George Lucas has gone to a galaxy far,
2: far away. He's dead." <laughs> no you wouldn't you totally would you absolutely would not um, but let's bring it back to Beverly Hills Cop um, it's a really really funny film it, there are so many moments in this film that just that soundtrack as well oh, that soundtrack but like it just it's again <laughs> <that> <laughs> Alex F <laughs> from <laughs> Harold Faltermeyer who <laughs> <laughs> also did the top that frog round it the little bollocks yeah, yeah. Um, but no what I love about anymore uh, Mer- again this whole thing of that he is just a comedic genius Like the fact that he's able to take like Something as simple as, you know, being confronted by two cops, right? And like one is white and one is black, and it's all like, because why? had happened previously, and the thing is that he shoves a banana, banana up their a tailpipe. tailpipe mm-hmm. Yeah, and he goes, "You're not gonna fall the banana and tailpipe." <laughs> he's all like, and he's. It's just, he's able to like stretch out scenes like such small scenes and turns mm-hmm. them into these massive. Massive things Like there's another bit it Where in it Yeah he,
3: almost like A comedic set piece Rather than an action competing. set piece Like it's just so They're yeah. just so Laugh out loud funny Yeah
2: it's just really That thing of like Taking something really small Like as in He's trying to get into This fancy uh, Snooty uh, dining club mm-hmm. and then he pretends to be the bad guy's lover and he's all like doing, puts on this voice and he's all like <laughs> hello I'm just trying to find Victor <laughs> Baitland please and he's like the fact that he's just completely riffing that and you know he, you know that's not in the script at all like mm. you absolutely know that that was just Eddie Murphy on the day I've got an idea bam let's do it the fact that he's able to roll with it that well and the fact that Martin Prest had the presence of mind because he wasn't well he'd done 48 hours and he was a superstar on SNL but he wasn't a movie star no not at all and like 48 48 hours
3: hours he was very much um, like he was given yeah and kind of well I think in 48 hours as well he wasn't really allowed to be totally Eddie Murphy like he was quite held back he had like a couple of scenes which were just comedic genius and they were Eddie Murphy Mr. but aside Tim's from bit. that it was kind of Nick Nolte. show really you was a Walter Hill movie as well yeah. Nick yeah, Nolte yeah. was very much aligned with Walter Hill's uh, <sighs> sensibility, sensibility
2: yeah, yeah. Well. oh my god what are you gonna do um, but, but as
3: well um, I just think Rosewood and Taggart are so funny and remember Bo Gumill as
2: well yeah remember what Bogomil. Oh, Bogomil! Detective Bogomil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronnie Cox, who was um, yeah. in RoboCop as well. He was yeah. really good. Yeah, um, but yeah, Rosewood and Taggart. Like, I mean, those Is guys.
0: That, who's the, the the chief? The chief of police in Detroit that just keeps busting. Out oh, the and I forget,
2: it's it's. Foley, get in here! <laughs> <laughs> Is that fucking Foley in here? <laughs> Don't fuck with me, you
3: Inspector me. Todd. Spect-
2: Inspector T. <laughs> I tell you, I
3: tell you one thing
0: about this show: we entertain ourselves. Yes, we do. We don't do. we? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. But there's <laughs> a story. But here,
2: here's one for you from my uh, useless trivia about uh, Beverly Hills. He's got Cup. a whole
0: show about useless
2: trivia now. God, completely. Um, Inspector Todd was actually a real life Detroit PD uh, homicide detective, and Martin Press basically hired him on the spot. Um, as a sort firstly, as a technical consultant, and then saw that he was actually like really, like when you like that whole scene when he runs into the, into the into the the the, the, the dressing room and he's just like roaring at Eddie Murphy, like he just you can't not take your yeah. eyes off him. Like, yeah.
0: but yeah, he Dennis just Farina as well. Dennis Farina was a cop in Chicago. That's right, Jim. Michael mm. Mann cast him in teeth yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Orly Amory was a drill sergeant. That's right. Yeah. There you go. There's a bit of trivia there for you now But Brian. that's what I'm
2: saying. You know, the idea of like having You're that, welcome. Yeah, thank you But that idea of having That authenticity I think that's what Beverly Hills Cop has It's mm-hmm. authenticity Like it's a really Authentic comedy Do you think they'll for make sure. A fourth one? I hope not oh, I just want to see Eddie Murphy about down it, it, stuff Yeah, And Me they've too. been
3: talking About that uh, Triplets movie For years now as well oh, You know the ones with yeah. The one with Arnold Schwarzenegger And Danny DeVito And Eddie Murphy That movie came out Like 1988 like twins. Well, I mean, he was talking about it in um like he was talking about triplets like Arnold Schwarzenegger has been since like Total Recall was published, as in his autobiography was published. Yeah. So like they've been talking about it for a while now, but has it actually I, just, I want to see him do stand up in today's climate. I mean, like, unfortunately, Eddie Murphy's career of late has not been great. He had that one um, that didn't even get a release. Uh, Mr. Church. Well, I wouldn't say he not even so much. He made a lot of kids movies, but he made a buttload of money from the Shrek franchise. And I think he kind of stopped trying a bit afterwards, you know, maybe. Although I will say A Thousand Words is like it is a sweet movie, but they made a total mistake yeah. in that Eddie Murphy, who's so known for like smart talking and back talking and all of this, giving him a character that couldn't speak. Like that was just who even thought it, that was a good idea. Yeah. But it is. But it's actually it's actually a better movie than people get a, give a credit for. Like it's nice. He's got a great, Netflix but, movie um, coming
0: out with Jordan Peele, um, not Jordan oh, Peele, sorry, Michael Keenan Peck, Michael.
2: Keenan Michael K.
0: Keenan Michael Kay, sorry, yeah. I beg your pardon. He's got to move because I heard him talk about on Bill Simmons' podcast. Okay. So, and he talked a bit about the behind the scenes stuff and just being in awe of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And, yeah. Because anybody of that age, that like, grew up with him like on SNL every week I'm or yeah, kind of wrong. delirious. And yeah, he's a genius. So, um, you know what? I'm glad we revisited Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. I'm glad. Because you didn't respond to my Talladega Nights message. And then we thought we were revisiting Talladega Tal- 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 Nights. And now, we got there in now, the end, though. We know, now we, and it was very good. You should watch Talladega Nights as well. I can't believe neither of you have seen it. Have do you, you want seen it, producer Dave? I have, yeah. What do you think of it?
1: Certainly a film. It is
2: <laughs> most certainly a film. Would you p- put it over Beverly Hills Cop? No.
0: Ooh.
1: No.
2: No. Like, Beverly Hills Cop is brilliant. There's
0: some, one thing I'll say about Talladega Nights is it's funnier retrospectively.
2: Yeah And that's yeah. You can say that a little
0: bit But Will Ferrell's best movies or even funnier retrospective Because there's so many little moments His kids Have some unbelievable lines In Ricky Bobby's kids Yeah It's uh, Gary Cole's character Gary-, Gary Cole plays his dad And his kids are like Well 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 If this is my mangy transient grandfather At <laughs> this kid at the end Just delivering this Absolutely killer line Anyway you should uh, you should rewatch that as well. So we are um, in the process, and we've been saying this for a few weeks about redesigning the set. There's going to be a new player on the Entertainment site. So we haven't filmed this show in case you want to, you kind of, you know, get those comedic Miss que- our faces. get get those comedic cues from Brian Lloyd when he points at stuff or did a quotation marks earlier on for something. I'm not going to tell you what it was for because you know you're just going <laughs> to have to guess. You're just going to have to guess which <laughs> yeah, put up yeah. those. because we you know, there's no cameras in here. But you kind of sometimes assume you're being oh no nobody can see us. Yeah, it's a shame.
3: I don't even remember when I did that, but yeah. okay.
2: How tired are you? Uh,
3: well, I've had. Well, I've had. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that's very. Then. It's the end. Like I
2: mean, like it, it's always funny though. Like the last two, three weeks of the year, Everyone was just like, oh, I'm just like holding on for dear life. Yeah. Well,
0: just you yeah. on a day-to-day basis, really. I know. Yeah. Anyway, so thanks, thanks, Dave. Cheers. See you next week. Entertainment.ie. Dot Dot
1: I love the way you say film.